Hi, welcome to Precious Gems Podcast. My name is Precious Williams. I am your host. This is episode four titled, A Predator Knows Prey. Yes, we're going to talk about the relationships, the disparaging relationships between an older man, younger woman, or child. I'm only speaking from personal experience, y'all, okay? So every story, every, every episode is going to be something personal. I'm going to share a message in that. I'm going to tell you my experience. I'm going to be transparent. And I'm going to let you know how I was able to overcome that situation. So we're going to start off with talking about the relationships that happen, um, particularly in the black community with how it's sometimes looked at as like a rites of passage for a younger woman to be dating an older man or for a, an older man to have a younger woman, or in my case, me being 15 and him being 39. No, him being 29 at the time. And I was a sophomore in high school. And you know what, to keep it real with y'all, where I'm from, Gary, Indiana, it's a lot of older guys that used to frequent the high schools or in the neighborhoods that would look for the young girls, like the 14, 15, 16 age range. And these guys would be in their early 20s. And it's like these dudes have no business even looking at a child when you're in your early, mid, whatever, past the age of 18. It's a crime, you know? Like I could see if you're about 15, 16, and you're dating like an 18-year-old, in some cases that can be acceptable because this is probably someone you grew up with, went to the same schools, this person just happened to be a couple of years older. Normally that behavior, that, that relationship is accepted because you know, the age difference isn't so vast. But when you're in your early 20s, 20, 19, 20, 21 and up, and you're lusting after or looking at a younger girl that's 14, 15, that's called pedophilia, okay? You are a bona fide, certified freaking pedophile, okay? And in my case, being 15, I didn't even realize that I was groomed, preyed upon, prepped, prim and proper to be someone's sexual pleasure for a few years of my life. And the way that I happened to get into that relationship was when you're already a victim of sexual abuse, I was molested, so I was a victim of sexual abuse already. It's almost like you have this stain on you and like predators know a can see, feel, and smell prey. And what I mean by that is if you're already a victim of something, a person who victimizes already has the, the traits and the characteristics and the, the know-it-all, the wherewithal to see, feel, and, and just know their next victim, right? So this person preyed upon me and used to talk to me, butter me up, tell me I was pretty, tell me I was cute, tell me this and that, and would buy me things and give me things and just paid me attention because in the home, being a victim of abuse, verbally, sexually, physical abuse, I was already craving or wanting to be seen and heard and felt and understood. When I was growing up, I felt, still feel to some degree, so misunderstood. 
you know, because I'm a, I'm, I'm a little different. Like I'm a little quirky. I'm a little spunky. I'm a little, I'm a little bit of everything. So I felt a lot of misunderstood when I, I'm middle child. So I got that middle child blues child. So I felt a lot of like miss being misunderstood as a kid. And, you know, I was very reserved and very withdrawn as well, just because of a lot of different reasons. But this person was able to recognize those those things that I needed, and he gave them to me. So it didn't start off just bam, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, until a sexual relationship. It started off very slow, very steady, and then bam, before you know it, I'm in a full-blown sexual relationship with a 30-year-old man at the age of 15. And this went on for some time, and this eventually relationship costed me so much because it was the first time that I had ever been pregnant. The only abortion I've ever had when I was a six, 16 years old in high school, found myself pregnant by this grown ass man. And this person already had kids and was known in the neighborhood to be, um, to be a person that did, I don't know if, I can't say that he was known in that way when I was growing up, but now he's known because I actually publicized a relationship some time ago on Facebook because I had to I had to spiritually release it and forgive myself for it. But this person was very popular. He was he was older. He had went to the high school. So a lot of our parents he already knew and grew up with and was familiar with. And so I found myself in a sexual relationship with this person, not even knowing or understanding why. Now that I am older and I've been through healing and I've been through therapy and I've gained a, a level of self-awareness and I've gone through those dark times, I'm able to understand why I found myself in that situation is because one, I was already a victim of abuse. Two, I lacked guidance. I didn't have any structure. Three, um, I just wanted to be seen. I wanted to be heard. I wanted to feel I want us to feel important and then I'm in the African-American community you know dating an older guy can sometimes be looked at as like a rites of passage you know you're a young girl you got an older man or an older guy who's um could be drug dealing or involved in some sort of crime or just popular had the nice car had the nice clothes and you was the young pretty girl that a lot of girls didn't like or wanted to be like because of who you were messing with that is a lot that behavior and those things are what was happening in my neighborhoods and around my schools and you know people that i knew growing up and so i didn't think of it like that back then but now i see it in that way and the older guys you know oh you thick it's like first of all you're a grown man you should not be looking at this young 14, 15, 16-year-old child lusting after them and saying that they're thick. They look at it as a sexual objects, you know. You get the young, ripe, supple girl, you'll get the best sexual experience because you'll be able to kind of do what you want to do. And these girls are already broken and damaged and abused misused and taken advantage of and we don't even understand the level of trauma more trauma that we're causing ourselves by 
agreeing to be in these statutory rape relationships because it's basically what they are. You know, my relationship with this person, it was consensual, but it was also a situation where I was being molested and I was being taken advantage of. And this person, you know, did a lot of nefarious ass things to me <laughs> that I experienced at a very young age, which has an adverse effect on my life as a 30 almost 36 year old adult woman now that I'm starting to get into the the, the dichotomy of and, and the the psychological um, understanding of why I am the way that I am and why I do certain things the way that I do them and why I behave in certain ways and have certain traits and characteristics that I have adapted because of this relationship and then in, in the other sexual molestation experience as well so you know, a man dating a younger girl, first of all, is a crime, okay? You are a molester, you are a pedophile. Even looking at, you know, these guys, you know, in the neighborhoods or your, your mama's friend or whomever looking at us like, oh, when you get older, you're gonna be fine. First of all, red flag, because why are you even looking at a child saying to this child, when you get older, you're gonna look a certain way. That's red flag number one. Looking at a child in any sort of sexual way, you're sick and you need a lot of help. And I am so sensitive to things being done and happening to children because of my own experience as a child. I'm very, very sensitive to the, the needs, wants, and desires and behaviors of children. You know, my educational path right now is for me to become a licensed professional counselor with an emphasis in adolescent child trauma because I wanna be able to take these babies while they're young, help them understand, so when they become adult males and women like myself, they're not trying to figure it out and they're not going through a lifetime of trauma. I wanna provide them with the tools and the things that they the, the tools that they need now to help them navigate their way when they get older you know but you know men lusting after children predator knows prey i i really have like no words to describe the level of pain and agony and the level of shame that i felt being in that situation all these years later having to understand myself on this healing journey that I'm on right now, this spiritual journey that I'm on, understanding that that relationship crippled me, crippled me with being able to trust, crippled me sexually, you know, just, you know, experiencing things that I shouldn't have experienced in that relationship at that age because my brain and my, my brain was not fully functioning. I wasn't, you know, aware. I wasn't cognizant of certain things. I wasn't understanding, you know, I should have never engaged in those acts, acts of violence, because it's violence. When you um, inflict violence, sexual violence, or sexual exploitation or sexual molestation, that is an act of violence. So experiencing those acts of violence as a child and then having, then finding out that you're pregnant and being faced with the decision of do I keep this child or do I not keep this child? And I still live with that, with that regret to this day. I was 16. By this time, the relationship had gone on for a year. 
and my parents did find out and when they found out life was not pretty for me um i had the opportunity to prosecute this person but i chose not to cooperate because i was protecting this person and i'm learning now that i can't we can't protect our abusers okay if you're in a situation where you have the opportunity to like expose or prosecute or hold someone accountable for their wrongdoings their their acts of violence and abuse we can't protect those per those persons and don't feel any shame or any guilt for wanting to hold that person accountable because the act was committed upon you the person that's committing the act is the person in the wrong so oftentimes as victims i don't consider myself a victim anymore i consider myself a survivor but oftentimes as victims we find ourselves protecting people because we hold a level of like loyalty blind loyalty to them but it's really just fear and shame and guilt that we hold for ourselves and it took me a long 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 time to understand that that I, it wasn't my place as a child to protect this person. It was my place to protect me. And not even my place to protect me because I was a child and that was my parents' job. But I had no place because, I had no place in protecting myself because the person who was older holds the responsibility. And this person terrorized the community with their acts of violence against children. And I hope today that he understands what he did and that he goes to God with that and God has mercy on his soul. I don't wish any ill will or any bad on this person. I don't wish any harm or any negativity to come his way. I just hope that he has repented for his sins and that God shows mercy grace and favor on his soul because the acts of violence that he committed to a lot of young women such as myself my story isn't any different it's not unique it's just that I am grown I've grown from it and now I am a survivor from it <clears throat> excuse me I'm a survivor from the violence I'm a survivor from the abuse and I'm a survivor from the experience, and I'm able to teach. God has allowed me to be in a position to be able to teach and to show people that it's okay. Whatever happened to you, whatever form of abuse that you've experienced, it's okay. But those acts are still happening today. These older men, they, you know, terrorize these young girls much like r kelly we are know we all know the story of r kelly we all know that you know he has an affection for young girls but really it's the child in him that was crying out for help when those acts were of violence were committed against him he's just stuck at the age Whatever age that he was first violated at, that's the age that he is stuck at. So that is the age and the, the vibration that he is operating in. So I have, I guess I have compassion for him in one sense, but in another sense, and this is twofold, I'm speaking about the person who violated me and also R. Kelly. I have compassion for those people because I can, I can look, at, look at them and see, damn, maybe he was violated. You know, who violated him? 
for him to want to be able to violate so many young girls like myself. And we all went to high school together. You know, when I posted my video back in February, freeing myself from the shame, from the guilt, because for a long time, I felt a lot of shame and guilt from that situation, especially with having to get an abortion. I remember the day I found out I was pregnant, I was just such a shock. I took like three or four pregnancy tests and I had really bad morning sickness and I was throwing up everywhere and I was sleeping all the time and I was still trying to go to school, hiding my pregnancy. I remember my mother, I guess she must have had some type of intuition to say, this girl is pregnant. I woke up one morning, now this is after I already knew that I was pregnant, but when she found out, I woke up one morning, she was doing my sister's hair and she said, there is a pregnancy test on the bathroom counter, go take it. I knew I was dead at that point. I said, my life is over. I'm about to die. And even me finding out, her finding out I was pregnant, and even me even lying about who I was pregnant by because I was that much in fear. Because when she found out I was dating this person, instead of me receiving support, love, and guidance, and help, I was beat, ridiculed, called names, ostracized, and punished because of those mistakes. You know, so I was like, she's about to kill me, you know, <laughs> so I tried to hide it as much as I could. But through the through the grace of God, when she found out I was pregnant, she didn't beat me mainly because I was pregnant. So that saved me. She just asked me what I wanted to do. And I already knew I wanted to get an abortion. I wasn't ready to be a mother. I didn't even want kids. And I just was basically caught up in a situation that I didn't know how to get out of. And, you know, I look back on that time and I, 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 it saddens me, but it, it also makes me proud because I've grown and learned so much and I'm able to help so many other people with just inspiration and with just advice and encouragement and know that we don't have to be ashamed of our past. We don't have to be ashamed of being abused especially sexually abused. We don't have to be ashamed of that. You know, any if, if there's any teenage girls listening now, know that if it's an older guy that's lusting after you or thinking that you're pretty or thinking that you're cute, recognize why that is. Even if you're not a victim of any type of abuse now, but just see like this person is sick. This person is a pedophile. This person is a child molester. And at no point should a grown man or grown woman, a grown woman lusting after a, young, a younger man or younger boy, a teenage boy, is also a child molester and a pedophile. At no point should these people be even looking at me in any type of sexual way. You have to question that. We have to be aware of that and we have to make good decisions. Use your discernment, your God-given discernment and intuition. He speaks to us. We just have to be still and be able to listen to his voice so we can discern when he is talking to us. But God speaks to us all day and every day. And so, you know, I can go on and on and on about <laughs> why, you know, younger, younger women go after older men, but really the message is being a victim of abuse, you know, and having to sit with that abuse. See, a predator knows prey because a predator is also prey. And I oftentimes think about the, the person that's a predator, what type of abuse or situation had they been exposed to or experienced to make them want to victimize and hurt other people? And that's where the, the, the empathy and the, my heart goes out to 
those persons because it's like you don't even understand how much pain and how sick you really are because you're only focused on what you want, which is that sexual demon that's inside of you, you know, because an older man dating a younger woman, you're only wanting her for one thing, and that's to satisfy a sexual pleasure. But why? Why want to, why, why try to date or satisfy your sexual pleasure with a child? You know, because they're easy to manipulate, they're easy to take advantage of, they're easy to coerce, especially one that's already a victim of these things, these, these acts of abuse and acts of violence, you know, like sexual abuse, physical abuse, you know. I, we grow up in households, especially in the black community, where it's like, don't talk about your business, keep your business in your house, don't say this, don't say that. And But we're in the house getting raped, beat, talked about, talked down on, not receiving support, you know, physically, verbally abused, emotionally abused, carrying all that hurt and that pain and that trauma, but having to go out into the world and put a smile on your face. And you wonder why these kids walk around mad and depressed with high anxiety and all of these things and this and this and that, because these are the things that they deal with. Those are the things that I dealt with growing up, you know, and I know that it crippled me, it crippled my experience because I, was able, I wasn't able to connect with people because of the abuse. And so that was, it was easy for this person to come in and to groom me and to prey on me and to prim and proper and prep me is because I was already suffering with those same things. So I wanted an outlet. I wanted someone to see me. I wanted someone to hear me. Right, I wanted some attention. I wanted, you know, and also it's the effect of like having, like, uh, getting approval or validation. You know, having wanting a father figure. You know, I didn't have my biological father that much in my life growing up. I had my stepfather, who was still in my life, who was my father, who I love and and praise and 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 thank God for him. You know, for his guidance and for his structure that and, and that he provided. But, you know, a girl not having her biological father will cripple her. It will cripple her because she is supposed to look to that person for the love, the respect, the validation. And when she doesn't have that, then she'll go looking for it out in the world. And so that was much more in my case. And then my mother you know, had children at an early age and her experiencing whatever traumas and abuse that she experienced growing up didn't help her in how she parented us because the parenting was very rough, okay? And I'm being modest when I say that. <laughs> it was very rough. And, you know, we didn't have, I'll speak for me, I didn't have the best experience growing up because of all the things that I had to deal with and all the things that I witnessed and experienced. But I thank God for those experiences now because it's taught me that I am stronger, I am wiser, and that God has used me for, as a vessel to be able to help other people. But that particular situation with the person who violated me for years, I forgive that person. I forgive him because he knows not what he does. And I forgive him because I love God and God loves me and I forgive myself. And I'm able to walk in my true authentic purpose and I'm be able to, you know, walk in, um, in love and light and forgiveness. And God is using me as a vessel. He's speaking through me. 
and he's in me and he's walking with me on this journey called life. And so for any young girls out there in the world that are looking at these types of relationships, like there's some type of rites of passage or it's cute, it's not cute, baby girl, because the pain and the shame and the guilt and the confusion that you'll sit with in your body and your mind, the older that you get, it's gonna be harder to overcome if you don't have a sense or a level of self-awareness. So I urge you, I beg you to, you know, think about why this person is even paying you any attention. It's not worth it. It's not going to be worth the heartache and pain, the embarrassment, because you're the one that's going to be feeling those things. You're going to be feeling the embarrassment and not even about what other people is going to say. You're going to be feeling that embarrassment inside of you. And you're not going to know how to understand those feelings and how to work through them um, if you don't have any sense of self or, or God guiding you or if you're not taking yourself to a new level of thinking or a new plateau or a new uh, a consciousness. If you're not in that space or in that, that, that flow of consciousness, then you're just going to sit with all those feelings the older that you get and it's going to be in your body and it's not going to make sense. So I urge you, I beg you to not engage, to report those things, to tell your, your family, to tell the police, to prosecute these people. These older guys that's lusted after these young women, go seek help, okay? Because you don't know the lifetime of trauma that you're gonna put someone through by performing these sexual acts and giving this girl this type of experience that she is not even ready for, that she will not be able to understand. So go seek help, go understand, go try to seek help and try to understand why you even like children. You know, like that is a disease, that is a sickness. And persons that like children sexually, they need to be committed, like locked away, thrown away, kicked to the curb, because that is some sick ass shit. You know, we really sit and break that down. Like wanting children, fantasizing sexually over children, man, that is, a, that is the sickest that you can get. Violating children in any type of way is very, very sick and demented, and you need to seek help as soon as possible. I'm very conscious about who I have my son around because I don't trust a soul, okay? Because everybody's suspect. Nope, nope. Listen, when it comes to my kid, I'm a freaking helicopter mom. He'll tell you, okay? I am overly protective because I know my own experience, and I want to prevent that from even happening with my child. And so I'm going to close this out um, by saying, you know, be gentle with yourself, be kind to yourself, forgive yourself, and most importantly, love yourself. This is Precious Gems Podcast. I am your host, 